Hello and welcome to the Scattered Abroad Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and I'm excited about our study today as we are now in Season 2 of this podcast and we are on Episode 11. And we are going to discuss the topic of scattering the seed like the prophets. I believe in the last episode, Episode 10, it was to scatter the seed like the apostles. And so excited about this concept of how the prophets spoke and how we are to speak today as God's people. With me today is uh, Lima, Chase, and Daniel. And again, we're excited that you are with us, and we look forward to this study. Before we dive into this study, we do want to encourage you to go check us out on Facebook, like our page there, check us out on Instagram. Certainly, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, you can email us at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Also, visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. Also, want to encourage you, if you haven't already, to go check out our, our podcast. We have daily material, biblical material that comes out throughout the week that can help you hopefully get through your day. And so we encourage you to check those out when you have an opportunity. Also, if you haven't uh, listened to the previous episodes of this podcast, we encourage you to go and and check those out as well. Hopefully they will be a blessing to your life. And guys, I know that we're blessed to be here today and be able to study the Word of God together again. Amen. Uh, I mentioned a moment ago that this episode, episode 11, is to examine scattering the seed like the prophets. And when we look to the examples of the prophets, I don't know about y'all, but I love studying the prophets, the minor prophets, the major prophets. Of course, we understand minor doesn't mean they're (laughs) not as important. Uh, We just think about the content, how long it is. For example, Isaiah, you know, it's been called the Little Bible, 66 chapters. Mm. Then you go read Haggai, and you're like, wait a minute, this is a lot shorter. (laughs) But still, they're they're inspired of God, and they, they served an incredible purpose, a great role in bringing about the purpose of God. And so we want to think about the gospel of the prophets and talk about that and then the gospel that we proclaim today. Mm-hmm. What are some similarities and differences between the gospel of the prophets mm-hmm. and the gospel we proclaim today? One of the ones that come to my mind is that the prophets, they, they were sent to call Israel to repentance. Mm-hmm. And to me, there's a good parallel there because Jesus said that repentance remission of sins repentance is through him right and that's the same thing with the gospel that we preach mm-hmm. we're calling men to repent and accept the salvation of god through the gospel of christ absolutely yeah. man that brings to mind like i think the number one similarity has to be that both gospels are centered around the exact same person right yes the messiah jesus mm-hmm. he's he's the link that ties everything together not just the, the two different gospels the two different sets of good news, but just mm-hmm. everything in, in the universe. He holds everything together by the word of his power. Yeah, it's it's one unified message with yeah, the only difference sure. being the Old Testament prophets are looking forward to him, right. and then yes. the apostles were living with him and then looking back to him as they're writing yeah. later on. And then also forward to the right. and comes forward back. to yeah. a second coming. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, the same author for for. For mm-hmm. both gospel, the gospel, there's only one gospel. Mm. It's the same thing, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is coming, huh. and then the one he has come, he's right. coming back. Yep. Different uh, stages of development. Almost. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And think about the, the prophecies, uh, let's say, regarding the Lord's church. You know, we talk about Joel 2 and Isaiah 2 and Daniel 2. Uh, we could look at you know Micah 4 and, and all these different prophecies looking to Acts 2. Mm. What were they right. proclaiming? There's a kingdom that's coming. The Messiah. There's yeah. a Messiah that's coming. He's going to mm-hmm. be a king, must have a kingdom. Yes. And you come into Acts chapter 2, Peter's proclaiming the gospel. Well, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. So they were all inspired of God to proclaim these things. 
And here we are proclaiming the gospel today. What a what a privilege we have to do that. Mm. Amen. So when Amen. we think about scattering the seed like the prophets, that carries the idea of how did they get the message out? So what are some characteristics that come to mind when you think of the Old Testament prophets? Boldness. Man. Boldness, yeah. I mean, <laughs> those, guys were, those guys were on yeah. a different level, you know? Mm. Man, just want to be like that. Think about Amos. Yeah. He, he comes to yeah. mind. Amos going to the northern kingdom and say, listen, I'm not a prophet or son of the prophet. I'm just here to tell you what God says. Mm-hmm. Thus saith the Lord. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Thus right. saith the Lord. I, yeah. I think about ceaseless preaching, uh, Jeremiah, Ooh, you yeah. know, no matter how much the people were basically not obedient to his message. Mm-hmm. Right. He said his word was in, in, in my like fire in my bones. Yeah, I, right. can't I can't help that. but preach right. it. I got to preach it. Right. Man, and right. with Jeremiah comes like another characteristic of just, just beautiful compassion, you know, yeah. like oh, yeah. genuine care for the people to whom he's prophesying. Sure. And that's right. About whom he's prophesying in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, man. Yeah. Cause that, and that's another one, you know, just compassion. Yeah. yeah. Just caring truly about the people we're talking to and talking with. So there's a boldness, there's compassion. Mm-hmm. There's also urgency. Mm-hmm. That you think about, yeah. we talked about repentance, calling them to repentance. Man, that that was one of the key themes of the prophets is get your heart and life right with God, mm-hmm. uh, trying to call them to that. There's a lot of similarities then between what they were proclaiming and what we proclaim today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's a question. Did the prophets have 100% success rate? Mm-hmm. And uh, I want us to think about that for <laughs> yeah. a second because... This is kind of a, a two-edged sword if you think about it. Were they 100% successful when they proclaimed God's message? What would you say to that? Depends, Depends on what you mean. There you go. Okay. If you mean did they deliver God's message, right. I say right. 100% success rate. Mm-hmm. Because, and that's exactly what we're called to do. Absolutely. Right. The conversion is on God's hands. There you, you go. Know, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not on our hands. Yeah. We're supposed to deliver the message, and that's what the prophets did so well. Mm-hmm. Even though there was rejection, they delivered it nonetheless. That's it. Right? Yeah. Maybe you might want to say, well, Jonah at first. Now, if we're talking about conversions, though, mm-hmm. obviously it would be a much smaller percentage. Yeah. Right. Um, but but certainly uh, they are getting the message out there. So. Yeah. They are, and that, and that, again, God measures success, and... and when we try to measure it, we say, oh, you know, Noah was unsuccessful. No, mm-hmm. he wasn't. <laughs> Jonah was successful, but he, he didn't even want to go. But right. he said at, he had an eight-word sermon, and thousands and of people repented. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Which goes to show, again, the point that we've made throughout the season, you know, the power is in the seed. It's yeah. in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And that is a great example of these prophets. Yes, these were men. They were inspired of God to do these things. But as far as their success rate, I think that that's encouraging to us today. Yeah. You know, did you proclaim the truth of God? Right. Mm-hmm. Did you add or take away from it? You might have, you might have, you know, helped somebody get along, but did you change something to do that? Mm-hmm. Then you're not successful. Yes. Yeah. So true success yeah. is I'm proclaiming exactly right. what God said. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to change it because of the times, because yeah. of society. Just gonna stick with what God says to do. Yeah, I think about what Paul said to the elders, the Ephesians elders. Mm, yeah, you know, right. I, I'm free from the blood of all men yep. because I'm not shunned and declared the whole gospel of God. Yeah, and that's what we're called to and do. I, th- yes. I think you need to go back to the prophet Ezekiel there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ezekiel yeah. chapter three, mm-hmm. verses ten and eleven says, "Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, receive into your heart 
all my words that I speak to you and hear with your ears, mm-hmm. and go get to the captives, to the children of your people, and speak to them and tell them, thus says the Lord God, whether they hear or whether they refuse. Mm-hmm. And then if you skip down to verses 17 through 19. Mm-hmm. Whether they hear or refuse, wow. Right, yeah. right. Verse 17 through 19, it says, Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear a word from my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, that same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Yet if you warn the wicked and he does not turn from his wickedness, nor uh, from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. And that's mm-hmm. the same concept that that's Paul exactly. was talking about in yeah. Acts 20. Exactly. So he would be successful if he warned the people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if he didn't, he would be unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And the same is true for us today. Amen. Mm-hmm. Same is true for us yeah, today. That's right. uh, so we've established the gospel of the prophets, very similar to the gospel we proclaim today. The difference, of course, is they're looking forward to the Messiah is coming. The New Testament, the gospel that we proclaim today, is Jesus has come. The kingdom is the church. Those terms used you know, synonymously together. Jesus said, I will build my church, give you the keys of the kingdom. Colossians 1.13, when you obey the gospel, translated into the kingdom. That's right. so the kingdom's here. Mm-hmm. It is the church. We're members of, we're citizens of the kingdom of God, which is just incredible. Mm-hmm. They were looking forward to that. We look forward to a heavenly home. Right. But in the meantime, we are to be like the prophets in that we, the things we've talked about, mm-hmm. a sense of urgency, compassion, boldness. But I think the one thing that, that really jumps out when we think about scattering the seed like the prophets is to do so in a way that's loving, yes, but an unapologetic right. approach to proclaiming truth. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we need to get back to. We, we should never be ashamed of the truth of God. You know, preach the word instant in season, out of season right. means when it's popular, when it's not popular, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and Paul tells Timothy, there's coming a time when people will have itching ears, they'll be turned away from the truth, they'll be turned unto fables, but, but you keep preaching the truth. The prophets faced all kinds of opposition, all kinds of it, but, but they were so bold in their proclamation of truth. Uh, and so as we think about this, and I, I think we can spend probably the rest of our time on this episode yeah. with this one question. Can we, and I want to word it this way, can we and must we be like the prophets today? Man, what would you absolutely. say to that? Yeah. Man, so much of what you're, you're talking about is calling, to my mind, Romans 1. Oh, absolutely. Paul, you know, verse 16, I'm not ashamed with the gospel of Christ mm-hmm. because it's the power of God to salvation for the, to the Jew first. And that's, you know, there's the Old Testament and, in a lot of ways and then bringing it into the New and also to the Greek, Acts 10, where it starts. So I was thinking about gospel and how tying in with the, the whole kingdom narrative that we're also talking about. Mm-hmm. So gospel, the euangelion, right, right. the Greek word euangelion. Well, then euangelizo, the proclaiming of the gospel. Right. And then we're carusos, right? We're preachers. We're mm-hmm. heralds mm-hmm. of that same good news. So right. it kind of all ties in together where if we're, go- if we're to be like the prophets, people who proclaimed the good news of God, people who proclaimed the euangelion of God in, the, in its Old Testament form, mm-hmm. right? The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. New Testament, Old Testament is, is the Old Testament revealed, right? Oh, right. So if they're proclaiming the euangelion in, in, you know, back in the day and we're to do the same thing today, we have to proclaim it just like they did, right? right? We have to be the heralds that they were, which is just 
we have what the king says. Mm-hmm. We just have to Don't say change it. it. Right. Don't change it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And, we're, we're just the heralds. Yeah. And here's yeah, the deal. Exactly. Are we inspired directly like those apostles? I mean, well, the apostles or <laughs> the prophets were? No. no, I wish. no. <laughs> but can we speak just as authoritatively by proclaiming Absolutely. their word yes. and proclaiming, thus saith the Lord? We can because we've got his word given to us and we've got all things pertaining to life and godliness. Absolutely. Second Peter 1 verse 3. You so. go back to Peter's first letter, First Peter 4 11. You know, if any yeah. man speak, let him speak as oracles of God. And mm-hmm. and essentially what that means is you speak like the prophet spoke. Right. Yes. You, you speak just the way that they did. How did they do that? And the things that we've talked about, I think, is extremely important for us today if we're going to proclaim the gospel. Uh, not to say, well, I know that this isn't very popular, and, and, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to say this anyway. That, that should never be our mentality. Mm-hmm. It's This is going back to that being a herald for the king, Right. Hear ye, hear ye. The king has something to say. Uh, that is our mission as as Christians, but certainly as gospel preachers. Mm. Let's scatter the seed like the prophets did. Mm-hmm. And so I think with our time remaining, uh, let's let's think about some specific examples. I've got a few jotted down, and, and maybe you do as well. I'd like to just kind of go around and discuss these examples. Uh, and the first one I want to lead off is is uh, with Micaiah. Mm. We read yeah. about him in First Kings chapter twenty two, and I just want to read a little bit of this. Uh, for our for our, our listening audience and certainly for us to discuss this. So in first Kings chapter twenty two, I'm gonna begin there uh, in verse in verse seven, one verse six. The people said, Go up, for the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. And Jehoshaphat, this was the king of course, said, Is there not still a prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of him? So they want to hear what God has to say, what do they do? They go find a prophet. Well there must be a prophet here. Dropping down to uh, Verse 8, so the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, There is still one man, Micaiah, the son of Amiah, by whom we may inquire of the Lord. But listen to this, but I hate him because he does not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. Uh, (laughs) How about become your enemy? There you go, Galatians 4.16. He comes and he prophesies, and it's true, but I really don't want to hear that. But did that change Micaiah's approach? Did that change his boldness? Look at verse 14. Micaiah said, as the Lord lives, whatever the Lord says to me, mm. that I will speak. Yeah. And, and brothers, I think that that is and ought to be a motto for gospel preachers today. Mm-hmm. Whatever the Lord says, that's what I'm going to speak. Amen. So yeah. what are some other examples? A uh, lot, Micaiah, maybe some prophets, maybe a specific example. We talked about Ezekiel. Love that. He said, listen, you're going to people with hardened hearts. They're not going to hear you, but you still need to go and proclaim the truth to them. Mm. What's some other examples? I want to add a parallel to Micaiah in the New Testament. Yeah. Uh, what Peter said, mm-hmm. we cannot help but speak yeah, the yeah. things that we have seen and heard. Exactly. You know, we got to deliver it just like you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like they did. Kind Acts of along those four. same lines. John yeah. two, uh, when Mary comes to Jesus, and you know they have, they have this big wedding emergency, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Do something, help us out." Um, <laughs> and and he says, "You know, woman, this is not my hour." But somehow she gets out of that. You know, oh, he's going to do it. So we don't really know how all of that happened. But anyway. There's a phrase that she says to the servants of that wedding. She says, whatever he says to you, do it. Do it. That's right. And I think, it, you know, just like we, whatever he says, we have to speak it. Whatever he says, we also have to do it. Absolutely. Walk the walk, talk the talk. That's all those, it. All those other cliches. Yeah, no, no doubt. Chase, can you think of an example? Oh, uh, <laughs> Jeremiah. Uh, yeah, sure. All the, all yeah. the opposition that he faced and dealing with uh, – 
false prophets. And right. I think that's something we need to bring up as well. Is mm-hmm. We talked about the success rate earlier. And as long as they were speaking the truth, they were 100, 100% successful as it pertains to getting the message out. But right. then you also had all these false prophets. Oh, okay, yeah, we, we will go into captivity in Babylon, but it's only going to be a couple of years. It's not mm-hmm. going to be that bad, and we're going to come right back. And you've got all these false prophets, and Jeremiah was having to, to, to deal with those constantly and, and say, no, that's not what God said. Right. Uh, you, we're going to have to... Uh, go over there for 70 years, and it's not going <laughs> yeah. to be pleasant. Yeah. And uh, by the way, some of these guys who are not speaking the truth, you're going to die over there in Babylon. Mm-hmm. So. That's right. Yeah. And, and where do you think the people flock to? Yeah. What do they want to hear, like you yeah. were just saying? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, prophesy smooth things, yeah. Isaiah 30. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people want to hear that, but but see, here's the thing. Let's, maybe you've heard this example before. You go to see the doctor, Right. Doctor knows what he's doing. He studied this. He's, he's going to be able to give you this truth. And you go in and you say, Doc, don't give me any bad news today. I just want to hear the good. He says, okay, everything's fine. Come back in six months. You come back in six months and you find out you got six months to live. Right. What would be your question to the doctor? Why didn't you Why? tell me? Why did you tell me everything was good? You didn't want it. You didn't want to hear the truth. Right. Sadly, today, I think the same thing is going on. Right. And it may be painful to proclaim that. Think about the prophet's. Think about Amos going before the king of the northern, uh, northern Israel there, and, and he's got to tell him, listen, this is, this is from God. This is truth. He didn't want to hear that. A lot of people don't want to hear truth, but that doesn't change the truth. And it doesn't change our mission and our command from our commander to go yeah. and proclaim that truth to him. Yeah. Man, I have three examples. <laughs> okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the first one is, is um, a more basic one. We already touched on this a little bit, but Jonah. Um, and his, you know, his failures. But for me, that helps me out in some ways to say, sure. hey, he he really messed up, you know. Mm-hmm. And we've been reading about that mess up for a long time now as, as you know, just humanity, thousands of years. The only guy in history who was mad that people responded to the invitation. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But then he, he also accomplished, through God working through him, obviously, mm-hmm. right. accomplished amazing things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then even Surely. with our faults, um, and then the times when we do mess up, we can come back. I, I take heart from that. Absolutely. Um, but my, my two other examples mm-hmm. are actually from the New Testament, but people who were still under Old Testament, uh, the Old Testament law, mm-hmm. Old Covenant, and that are those are John the Baptist yep. and mm-hmm. Jesus himself. Mm-hmm. John the Baptist prophesied in the Old okay. Testament, you know, the, there's a prophet, he's going to come and prepare the way of the Lord. Right. And he, even, he takes that mantle on himself, and Jesus also gives that to him. Um, he's the, the new Isaiah, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's preparing the way of the Lord. Well, then you also have Jesus, who, I mean, over and over and over again in the Old Testament, they had this message, this prophet's coming. Moses, right? This, this prophet's coming, he's going to be like me, but mm-hmm. he's going to be better than me in every way. Right. And so when we look at the, the ministry of John the Baptist, the bold brash, um, mm. uh, courageous ministry of John the Baptist. And then we look at the, the ministry of Jesus, and we just see a ministry that just encapsulated love in every way, mm. but then also encapsulated self-sacrifice and boldness and, I mean, just all, all the good attributes, right? He's Jesus, so <laughs> whatever you can come Absolutely. up with. But, man, those 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 three prophets kind of yeah. re- I relate to a lot. You, you triggered a thought in my mind because um, I forgot to mention this earlier the prophets were sent to God's people. Mm. And, and in a sense, for, for us, we're all gospel preachers. Mm-hmm. We're preaching to God. Yes, we're preaching to the world. We're talking about scattering the seed, mm-hmm. but we also are preaching to God's people. Right. And, and and when you think about 
the prophets, one that comes to my mind is Haggai. Yeah. And how God's people can get complacent and, yes, and they mis- misplace their priorities. Mm-hmm. They tend to focus inwardly and not on the things of God. And that was Haggai's day. You know, sure. they here's God's house that's not mm-hmm. finished yeah. and yeah, you yeah. got you living it up. You got some mm-hmm. nice houses built up. Yeah. Haggai said, no, you need to finish God's house. Yeah. Sure. And oftentimes in, in our preaching, in our we have to do that as, sure. as prophets sure. uh, of God to, to yeah. God's people. Hey, yeah. we've been complacent, church. We need to get back to focusing on God's mission. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I've got I've got one who's uh, certainly had some skin in the game, so to speak, and that mm-hmm. was Hosea. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he uh, you know he lived God, it. Yeah, he lived what was going on in Israel. Mm-hmm. God told him, "Hey, Difficult take this situation. this woman." Yeah. Uh, who is going to be a wife of harlotry in yeah. Gomer, and and yep. she's going to represent the fact that Israel has left, has forsaken, and committed spiritual adultery against me right. and God mm-hmm. over and over again, and yet I'm still going to love her, and I'm mm-hmm. eventually going to redeem her. Right. And Hosea had to go through all that heartache with mm-hmm. his wife sure. in order to proclaim God's message, mm-hmm. and in order to proclaim that story, if you will, of, hey, right. this is what Israel has done to God mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Yeah. And how powerful yeah. that must have been mm-hmm. for yeah. him to proclaim that. Right. He knew, he, you know, God, through his providence, through his love, allowed Hosea to feel that. Right. Yeah. So he could, he really meant that. Mm-hmm. And think about that with us preaching the gospel today. We study this, and it ought to prick our hearts first. We ought to preach yeah. it to us first and yeah. apply, and then we can preach it, you know, to others but that Jose is a great example there, mm-hmm. and I want to camp out in Haggai mm-hmm. for a moment. Yeah. The, the phrase from Haggai, "Consider your ways," you see it over and over and over again, right? Consider your ways. Mm-hmm. Down in verse thirteen of Haggai chapter one, this is when the people start to obey. Now, beginning in verse twelve, Zerubbabel uh, and Joshua, the high priest, and all the remnant of the people obeyed the voice of the Lord their God. And notice this, and the words of Haggai the prophet. As the Lord their God had sent him, and the people feared the presence of the Lord. There's a lot to unpack there. Uh, but they obeyed the voice of the Lord. How did they hear the voice of the Lord? How did they hear what God wanted them to do? Well, it was through the words of Haggai the prophet. But then it says, as the Lord their God had sent him. So he was sent by God. He's a prophet of God. The people feared the presence of the Lord. How was the presence of the Lord there? It was through his prophet. prophet. It was through the spokesperson. The yeah. spokesperson, exactly. And yeah. that's what a prophet was, a spokesman for God, a mouthpiece to foretell and to foretell. But then look at verse 13. Then Haggai, and I love this, the Lord's messenger, spoke the Lord's message to the people. So he's the Lord's messenger, and what did he speak? Well, if I'm the Lord's <laughs> messenger, I'm not yeah. speaking my message. That's right. I'm speaking the Lord's, and that's what exactly. he did. He said, I am with you, says the Lord. Not a very long sermon, but how powerful. Yeah. I am with you, says the Lord. Yeah. That was his sermon to the people. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. y'all be living in these lavish houses. <laughs> it's time to build the house of the Lord. It's yes. time to get serious. Consider your ways. What is your motive? What is your mindset? Do we not do the same thing today mm-hmm. when we're preparing, trying to, to prepare God's people? Yeah. What is your mindset? Mm-hmm. Are, are you too consumed with the things of this life, or are you focused on the next life? So really, all these examples of the prophets, can we be like the prophets? Yes, yes. and we must. We want to be like the prophets. We want to be. Yeah. We, that ought to be our mentality. 
Um, and, and we don't, and like you said, going to the New Testament, you don't have to just stay in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Thinking of some of the prophetic words that were going on, I love a statement John the Immerser made. He must increase, I must decrease. And that may sum up the work of the prophets. You know, yeah. Jeremiah, Amos, Ezekiel, they weren't bringing glory to themselves. They were saying, thus says the Lord. Here's right. what God has to say. I'm just delivering it to you. That's exactly what we are to do today, too. I think of uh, one more, and that's Isaiah. As oh, yeah. It pertains to willingness and eagerness to do what God asked him to do. Sure. You look at Isaiah 6, uh, verse 8. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Mm. And I said, Here am I. Send me. And there you even go. got the song that we sometimes sing. Sure. Here yeah. am I. <laughs> send me. That's right. And uh, that ought to motivate us to, to be like those prophets and to uh, – Take the message out that God has as a send the light. What does Brother Moser say? <laughs> take, take, it. take the light. <laughs> take that's what, the light, that's what that's we're right. supposed to be doing. So. Well, and, and, and that shows the love for God. We show our love for Him in the way that we love to proclaim His word. Right. If I'm taking away, if I'm twisting the word of God, that I, do I truly love it? You know, the prophets, yeah, that was tough for them, I'm sure. But they went through with it. Why? Because this is the word of God, this mm-hmm. is the word of the Lord. And that is our responsibility as well today. I like what Jesus said, and and this should resonate with us. Jesus said, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile you, persecute you, and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted prophets mm, before yes. you. There you go. Um, we're blessed if we are like the prophets Absolutely. in delivering God's message. Mm, right. Standing yeah. on the shoulders of giants, we yes. sometimes say. Mm, sir. Looking back to their example and their boldness, their love, their urgency, certainly ought to, to encourage us to do the same thing today. That's right. yeah. Guys, yeah. I appreciate uh, everything. D. Yeah. Wade, you got something else? Dude, I just wanted to read from Hebrews 11. Yeah, wow. sure. Let's end on Man, it. Man, I feel like this just sums up the, the word of the prophets. The starting, uh, starting in verse 32 or so, you know, he's just gone through this long list of, of the Faith's Hall of Fame, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, starting in verse 32, he says, And what more shall I say? For, the, for time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, Turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, stoned, they were sawn in two, they were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. Mm. They wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth. And all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise, God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Amazing. Mm -hmm. We got it better. Yeah, <laughs> and that goes into Hebrews twelve. Yeah, yeah and what's that passage in? Is it First or Second Peter where it talks about uh, the the prophecies? The, the prophets wanted to desire and look into right. those things, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but we've got the full picture. They didn't yeah. the picture and the yet. angels, right? Yeah, right. And the angels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Second Peter one, like you're Second referencing in beginning in nineteen. Right. We didn't follow cunningly devised fables. Mm-hmm. You know, the holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit to right. proclaim it, mm-hmm. and that's the prophets. 
But to Daniel, to, to read that in Hebrews 11, they didn't, have, they didn't see it. Isaiah is writing amazing. 700 years before Jesus is born. <laughs> what a privilege we have of opening up God's Word right. and seeing it. But what were they all pointing to? What are we focusing on? Same, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Same one. Mm. The yep. author and finisher yep. of our looking faith. Jesus. Yep. Looking mm-hmm. unto Jesus. Mm. That's yep. right. Yeah. Amen. Wow. Great, great, uh, great discussion, guys. Appreciate your study. Appreciate all these comments and certainly hope that uh, we can gain encouragement. I know I've been encouraged just by discussing this, but thinking about the work of the prophets, the fact that they stayed with the message of God. They stayed with God's truth. They didn't try to make a name for themselves. It was all about, hey, let's let's bring glory to God. Let's say what needs to be said. The same is true for us today. Yes, sir. So I appreciate all the comments. And to our listeners, thank you so much for being with us today. We hope that you've benefited from this episode as well. As we bring this episode to a close, we want to remind you that you can go find us on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, Again, if you would like to email us, scatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. If you'd like to visit our website, scatteredabroad.org, check out our podcasts that come out each day. And again, we're just very, very thankful for you, thankful for this opportunity, and we hope to continue this good work to the glory of God. Thank you so much. May God bless you. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use. And please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.